at the center of the universe. At the border between the light and the dark stands Castle Grayskull. For countless ages, the heroes of Grayskull have defended the universe against the forces of evil. Walk through the Hall of Living Pictures and learn the history and mystery of the masters of the universe. Dive deep into the mythology of Eternia, Etheria, and more. For those who know the stories of Grayskull will come the power. The power to be supreme. The power to be all-knowing. The power to be... Legends of Grayskull. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 45 of Legends of Grayskull, the fan podcast where we discuss the history, the mystery, the magic and mythology of He-Man, She-Ra, Eternia, Etheria, Norder, Primus, New Adventures, Old Adventures, Ladybird, Mini-Comics, anything and everything you can think of with that He-Man, She-Ra, Master of the Universe, Princess of Power, that Mattel logo down there in the corner. I'm Matthew Duke. I'm here with Sean Skavarna. Sean, how are we doing tonight? I'm looking at boxes. boxes. I'm doing okay otherwise. This is, this is, uh, it's weird. We haven't recorded for a little while. So here we are again. And we are back without the, uh, the special guests. We are, we are just going to have a special tonight yes, instead. Yes, it is, it is me so. and Sean and maybe some castles. <laughs> we'll see how the night goes. <laughs> but yes, it has been, a, it has been a minute. Uh, it's been a minute, yes. So, and I'm glad to be back. <laughs> it's been a, a long few weeks here. A couple weeks? I don't know. It's been a long time. There's There's been lots of stuff personally and at work and yep. everything else. And uh, it, it's going to be good to talk some masters. So, uh, <laughs> real quick before we get into the topic at hand, any, anything you need to catch up with over the past couple weeks? Well, let's see. We got the stuff that we're going to talk about, so I'm not going to go there. But I guess the newest thing that's happened uh, in the last few days is people are starting to get their classic Snake Mountain they from are. Super 7, finally. That's and that's been the biggest Masters news of the week, I think, for a lot of people. Literally the biggest. Have you seen the size of those boxes? <laughs> Yeah, that was no pun intended, but yes, literally. The literally, those are those are <laughs> shipping crates. That is an IKEA uh, entertainment mm-hmm. center that is delivering yeah. some of these. I saw one guy that had two of them on his front porch, and it was like mm-hmm. there's the whole porch. <laughs> you could barely get out the door, basically. Yeah. You could pull them in. So yeah, that's like Christmas came early for everybody who've been waiting for what? It's been close to two years, uh, almost two years now, or is it less than no, that now? It, I think it's been bad. earlier this year, was it? Uh, it was what last last uh, what twenty nineteen Comic Con is where they finally like put the last announcement and opened pre orders on mm-hmm. right. So you're looking. Well, July, there you go. So okay. Look, at, I could be wrong on this, but I'm thinking you're looking at it about 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 eighteen months. Well, there you go. Close to yeah, eighteen months. But I know. Uh, let's see. I've seen photos. I know. Uh, <laughs> give a shout out here, uh, adultcollector.org. Uh, David Clark, he did uh, post some photos from a fan who was opening theirs and yeah. uh, got to see some details, got to check out all of the, um, the uh, tooling work, all of the sculpting work that they put into that, even the breakthrough wall that I know uh, Nate Barch said his son was adamant they had to have He-Man bust through a wall because that's what He-Man does. And, and I was worried so I was there. worried that that had been cut because they had stopped showing that with all those final versions that were coming into Super 7. So it was, mm-hmm. a, it was a neat relief to see that that made it through because that was a really neat concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. I, I, the only thing would have been if the classics had the old, good old... Uh, the the waist articulation with the spring oh, and just yeah. pull them back and punch through that would be pretty freaking cool but 
eh, we we got it. We got the figures. We can have imagination and just do it that way. But uh, I am one of the people who did not order and not get one. Uh, so I'm just going to have to rely on photos and hear people's tales of Snake Mountain yeah. at this point. And so. they said, and they said they're shipping now, but it will be like February before they complete shipping. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. <laughs> Are you getting one, or were you not in the uh, the the I, availability as well like me? I do have one pre-ordered. I don't uh-huh. know if I will keep it or not. Um, we'll see. But yes, I do have one that will eventually be, I believe. But mine was pre-ordered Very nice. through, uh one of the second party sites, so I assume it'll be it'll probably even be past February before mine shows up. It's got to show up there first. And I have not. I haven't heard any. I think the last update they sent out uh, was like February or March. They were projected. So, gotcha. Okay. I, I'm in it for a while, but yeah, that that looked awesome. It was it was really neat to see that getting into the hands of collectors. And uh, so, did did you have it when you were a kid? Yes. Yep. That, you I, did. Okay. I had Castle Grayskull, Snake Mountain, and the Fright Zone. So. Nice boy. I only had a snake. Or, yeah, I didn't have snake mount. I had Castle Grayskull in the Fright Zone. So for me, like I have one back here that was found oh. in my mother's or my grandmother's basement. I'm like, but I'm keeping that. Cause wait, it, hang on, hang on, hang on. You always said that you got that from your grandma's house. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yours from your grandma's house. Basically, what I found out when I was a kid is my grandmother. Okay, my grandmother was a collector. Mm-hmm. She collected Barbie and dolls and all sorts of different dolls along those lines. And she would go to yard sales and just pick up stuff randomly. So out of nowhere, I go to her house and, you know, we come in on the weekend. Sometimes we go to the, go into her house and there'd be a snake mountain sitting there. And as a kid, I was like, why can't I take this home? It was this, it was like, I have gray skull. How come I can't take snake mountain? And she's like, well, I bought that. And I'm like, you don't care about he man. Like you don't watch it. You don't know. You know? And she, she was like, no, I bought it. I'm going to keep it with me. And I'm like, I'm not transporting my Castle Grey Skull to your house just so I could play. You know, like it was it was one of those points of contention for me as a kid. Right. My grandmother passed away about ten, no, over ten years ago, fifteen years ago or so now, and my grandfather passed away uh, uh, probably over a year ago. And my mother was going through their house, and she found three Snake Mountains <laughs> and one complete Castle Grey Skull, which is right here. So that's not that your was childhood complete. gray skull either. My childhood gray skull is on my shelf up there. It is just a shell. And because uh, I played with that thing, the parts <laughs> went everywhere. I don't know where half of it is. Sure. So I just have the exterior there with my classics with my battle scene up on the top. This one is the most complete Snake Mountain out of the three that I that my my mom gave me <laughs> and she's like, basically anything he meant I'm to give you I go. Yes. And I yeah. finally got them. And uh, I never had it as a kid. So, so, you're, so, so you didn't have a snake mountain, but your grandma had three snake mountains. Three. Three. Does Point she, of contention. Did, when I meet her again up at the pearly gates, we are going to have words. I'll tell you, Grandma. Did she, tell you what. did she at least let you play with them when you were over she, there? No, she did. Uh, okay. Like, I, I, I actually I had a blast doing the voice changer on that thing. Oh, yeah. Like, that was the best part about it. And I, I had my He-Mans with me. I'd be like, you cannot come into Snake Mountain or whatever I said. And I'd, just, I'd be sitting there having a blast with that part. So Yeah, that, w- that was awesome. Yeah. I had a, well, mm-hmm. well, mine was part of, I don't know if I talked about it on the show before or not, but a huge chunk of my He-Man collection was that my mom's, my mom had a friend, and she had some boys. One of the boys was about my age, and we'd play together. But it was actually her older sons were into the He-Man stuff. And so mm-hmm. when they grew, they were older than us. Uh, so when I was about, I had been about six years old, eight years old, somewhere in that time span, um, her boys were done with it, and her younger son didn't want anything to do with it. So she gave all the stuff to my mom to give to me. 
So that, nice. that came with a snake mountain, a fright zone, a ton of figures and vehicles oh, man. and everything. Um, so that's where I got there. Castle Grayskull, I got, you know, as as a kid, I got it for uh, one of my birthdays. Um, mm-hmm. And but uh, the other two, they came, they came used, but they, mm-hmm. they were. It was awesome. <laughs> it was nice. Awesome, so. Nice, um, yeah. So the the thing about um, like when the pre order was going on and everybody was going crazy, my initial reaction, and we we were talking about this just a little while ago, yeah. so catch everybody up who wasn't on the recording part of it. Um, long story short. um so uh yeah i didn't have (laughs) snake mountain so it was never something that when they said they were making it i looked at it and i'm like that's that's amazing but i'm like i didn't have the owning to it when i was a kid so it's like yes it's skeletor's base yes it's a part of the mythology but i'm like okay like i i don't know why i just didn't register that the same way as other fans because like I said, it wasn't it wasn't in my my collection as a child, so I just never got into it. But Grayskull, yeah, I that's that's the key. So I I get what you're saying as far as even having had it, um, there was hesitation when it was announced for pre order for me because. Honestly, it's not my it's not my preferred version of Snake Mountain. It's closer. Super Seven definitely is. Um, but now, if they if they had announced a Snake Mountain playset that was the green uh, single mountain spire with the snake coiled all the way around the mountain, if that had been announced as a playset, I would have been day one. Shut up and take my money. You know, mm-hmm. because to me. That Filmation Snake Mountain is the definitive Snake Mountain, you know. Sure. Uh, you know, I even I even liked in 2000X where they kind of brought some of that purple color scheme back, but still mm-hmm. kept it. I think it's a big thing for me. Is I uh, and and I like it. Don't get me wrong, fans. I like it, but the whole the demon pass side of it, um, you know, and then with the with the gate and everything, it's like it's. It's a neat design, but to me, that's not that's not Snake Mountain, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason I did end up finally biting the bullet on it is like, number one, we're not going to get anything this scale ever again, like ever. Mark my even mm-hmm. even if Masterverse takes off because that's a six inch scale too, they will not do a Snake Mountain like. They will not do a Grayskull like Classics did. I, I guarantee you it's not going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. So, number one, that's the only time. And number two, Super 7 did take great, great pains to make that snake side more snake mountain-y uh, than what's lurking by Sean's ear there. So, uh, and that was probably the biggest disappointment of Snake Mountain for me as a kid was that tiny little snake that made it Snake Mountain. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I'd say everything that I've seen about the way they're handling the interior of it is a hundred times better than what we had as kids, because as kids, the whole thing was just, here's the exterior play with that. The interior means absolutely nothing other than here's the net, you know, and and it's like, "Eh, that's about it. Stickers. Yeah. Yeah. The microphone. And, and it's like, you know, uh, I know that was actually um, it was used in another idea and they right. took it and used it for Snake Mountain for what uh, Mattel was doing. But, you know, that's that's the weird thing about like the history of this line. It's like you have certain things that are definitive to people right. because of how they're re- they're presented it originally. And then Mattel goes, we're going to give you this, though. <laughs> and it just, you know, it's, it's like, OK, I guess that's my Snake Mountain. But, right. um, you know, you, you work with what you got, I guess. Yeah, it was, spo- <laughs> it was supposed to be a jungle play set and there was supposed to be like a waterfall coming off of where the, the gate is. Uh, mm-hmm. on the finished piece yeah which explains the tiny snake because it was just supposed to be a snake in the jungle attacking you know yep yeah it's funny we could do we could do a whole <laughs> we could do a whole episode on play sets 
And uh, I think we're going to today, because uh, today <laughs> we, are, we are talking about the, well, we're, we're, we're just talking about Grayskull, because over the last week or so, we've had the different, well, we started off with the leaks of the Castle Grayskull for Origins, and now they've officially revealed it, and um, Sean and I were both like, let's just talk about some Grayskull. So, uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with Origins, Grayskull, probably, and just kind of dive into that a minute, and then... Yeah, let's let's just go there, okay. I guess, first, because that's the big news uh, other than uh, Snake Mountain, which is kind of ironic that both of them are in the news lately. Um, let's, uh, let's throw up some pictures here. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. There we go. All right. So, yeah, so you got the castle, which... We we've well we saw the interior. I think that was the last thing we covered on the show was the interior. Yeah, no exterior shots until recently. So we got the exterior here. We got a nice shot of the Temple of Darkness Sorceress. Uh, it comes with a weapons rack, the uh, combat trainer, the laser cannon, uh, ladder, uh, the flag, and a second weapon rack. Because mm-hmm. we needed another one shaped like an eagle. Well, when you have a re- well, weapons rack, <laughs> that's hard to say w- right off the cuff like I'm trying to. But when you have that and it's smaller than the original one, I guess you have to augment by giving a second one. <laughs> and this is the eagle one to have something else like I'm guessing those are for the that one's probably more like, OK, the sort of power and the sort of protection go in there. And that makes it like a special place for the sorceress to hold those and give them to Adam and Adora or whatever. But, I mean, the weapons rack is definitely, what, I'd say a third smaller than it used to be. So maybe, maybe a little less than that. But it it feels miniature. Looking at the sorceress here, it doesn't look... It's got less pegs on it. Mm -hmm. I think that's the key. I think it's got, I think it's got less, hang on. Oh. Let me shift back to us for a second. Right. See, because the original is much like this Classics one here, and it's got a ton of pegs mm-hmm. on it. And I think that's the big key there, is that the new one does not have that many pegs. It's It's got less... It's got less spots on it. Yeah. So I think that's what makes it look smaller. Because if you look at the Sorceress, it's actually pretty much the height that I remember, at least vintage size. But mm. but everything just looks kind of squat here. Like yeah. the, the weapons rack, the laser gun looks like it sits like by their knees. Yeah. Um, and then the trainer just looks really... Uninspired. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I I don't know if I should get into all of it now, but there there is an element, and I, I I say it to whoever wants to listen, which you know it is what it is. Yeah. The 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 line itself has this feeling of they're doing the best they can to give the nostalgia angle to stuff, but we're getting the version of this that has less heart and creativity than what we had when we were kids. And there, there is a part of me where I'm like, okay, I understand that there are people out there who they grew up with it in the eighties and they probably didn't realize 2000 X happened. They probably, they probably didn't know new adventures hit, or if they did, it turned them off so bad that they didn't even want to deal with 2000 X. And then with classics and everything else, and it's like you had to be a hardcore person to know about classics, mm-hmm. for instance, because that was online. And, you know, it's like that still had that feeling of the creativity, the imagination, and that, that like, here are sculptors and engineers doing something where it feels like this is how it should be, the marriage of all that to create these figures and create something that wows you every time you hold it. And the Origins line for me just kind of has this... Mattel is attempting to bring stuff back, but I never feel like it's grabbing me the way that I wish it would. Like, I feel like I'm that kid that I get to look in at the family having Thanksgiving dinner 
and I'm looking at them enjoying the hell out of Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm looking at it going, it doesn't look as tasty as it should. You know, like I, I just I'm that kid. And and the Grayskull set for me, it, it, what should be the crown jewel of this set, yeah. it to me is like this is the sum of every part's origins that I'm not impressed with. Yeah. And that's that's kind of where I stand on it. And I'm sure there's going to be people that go, okay, Sean is not a fan or, or a true fan or whatever. And I'm just going to be like, you can like your stuff and I'll just like mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, well, yeah, that's the way I'm dealing with it. It's, uh, you know, honestly, even, even, and we'll get more into it in a minute here, but even the 2000 X castle, I was very much, uh, impressed by it. Like it, it, it was very different and everything, but at least it mm-hmm. looked like they were putting some sort of effort into it. They were updating things, whatever. Here, it's just like, like you said, it's like they took, they tr- tried to duplicate the vintage, but it's just it's so off at the same time. The eyes are too big. the The jawbridge doesn't fit squarely. And I mean, I can see. I put pulled up this battle scene here. You can see the light coming through. Like, the, the jawbridge doesn't even fit in the opening properly, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and here again, it's like, okay, they got Zodak fighting on the side of the evil warriors. It's like, why are we not... Like, we're past the point where we have to go, yeah, Zodak was originally an evil warrior or whatever. Like, it doesn't matter what they originally were. He never really was. So why are we still perpetuating... You know these mistakes decades later. Like this is our chance to to fix these mistakes and every. You know what I mean? Like they're not taking yeah. advantage of this like they should. Everything on this castle looks too wide and just too play school almost. Like it's like it's meant to be a toddler's toy. Like that's what I get looking mm-hmm. at this. I I'm right there with you. I I feel like. Like this, this shot you pulled up here. It's I, I guess this is some of the official Mattel yeah. uh, images to sell the product, and that doesn't look too bad. But um, what I have said, and I, I still stand by this. And it, when you watch the the documentaries that are out there now, the toys that made us, uh, Power of Grayskull, and all that stuff that that is out there. Uh, when they talk to Mark Taylor, he always says that when they were doing the tooling for Grayskull, he kept seeing the the designers doing it where it was so uh, like architecturally mm-hmm. sound. Right. They they were making it. There's uh, there's uh, you know straight lines and everything had a symmetry to it and stuff. And he took over and said it can't do that. And he would create this organic structure out of it. And that's part of the appeal of that playset is it does not look like anything earthly and it doesn't look like any, it looks like something that Frank Frazetta would have painted in the background of a Conan piece he did. And it would make you, if you were looking at that piece go, that's awesome, you right. know? And then it, it, it was like transplanted into masters and we got to have it as this is the heart and soul of masters. I mean, for, I mean, by the power of Grayskull. It's right there. Right. It's like that is the main core set, you know? And and this set to me is this is how we would have gotten it as kids if Mark Taylor didn't take away the tools from the engineers and the, the designers and do it himself. Yeah. That's my take on this. It's like it, that's kind of the thing with Origins for me in general is there is this feeling of it's very corporate and yeah. it's very – it's very much like Mattel knows there is a bankable product to be had that they have not had an interest in doing much with other than the classics, the classics line, which is like, it's like the, um, the grateful dead. Yeah. Only the major hardcore fans were all about that line. And the people who weren't involved in the communities and, and online and stuff, they're, they're like, wait, they made this other line. And now like yeah. what we talked about, now we're seeing those prices going crazy, even for figures like Battleground Teela, Lord Dactus. Now you're paying fifty bucks a pop for those, whereas earlier this year, twenty, thirty bucks a pop, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that's that's my my biggest frustration in general, and it's very much 
like Grayskull to me is solidifying this line. It's great that it's out there to put masters back out there, but it doesn't work in the way that I want my masters to be represented anymore. Exactly. So, well, I'm just looking at this here. I pulled up the, the looks like, uh, uh, more of an official advertisement for those of you following along in our audio. It's the, it's the castle Grayskull uh, image where it's got everybody labeled Skeletor, He-Man, Battlecat, Sorceress, blah, blah, blah. Look at the paint job on that compared mm-hmm. to the paint job on what we're actually getting. Yeah. As I flip back and forth here between the two. Okay, now if you need to, if you need to change up that image that much to promote this, that means you already know that you've got something wrong here in your production piece. Mm-hmm. For those of you that yeah. aren't watching, I'm flipping back and forth here between the two pictures just so you can see how drastically different. But with Koi, that's actually coming out as a very lazy shades of greenish-blue paint. And the one that they're, at, they're using to promote it is... Uh, it's got it's got nice uh was it like a black wash nice shade uh, shadows the eyes look really good there actually so I, I'm wondering how much of that is just the paint job um it's it's got earth tones to it more than right. it, like it looks earthy it looks like this is something that would have come out of the ground mm-hmm. and just exist over the other version. The, which I I now think is the Fisher Price version, like yes. you were saying, or the Play School version. Exactly. It, it it very much has this. Here's a representation of it. Make your mind create how cool this is supposed to be. But this version, the other one that you're showing, uh, that's at least a step or two closer to what I'd rather have it look like. Right. Um, if I was actually going to buy it, yeah. that is. And that's so. the thing. That's the same sculpt right there, but just the the paint job on it. Just takes it to a whole nother level. It gets that atmosphere that you're seeing in the axle, you know, box art and everything else, you know, which is the best mm-hmm. part of this line. Um, yeah. And when you look at that box art, you can see that Nate Barch and uh, Axel Jimenez were really lego- going legit. This is vintage Grayskull. Right. They really made that look that way. So, you know, if you got that box and mm-hmm. you didn't see any of the other photos up until that point and you're like, that's how it's supposed to look. And then you pull out the actual uh, playset. If it was me, I'd be like, did yeah. I order this off Wish? Like this, <laughs> it's like that whole commercial that I've always seen. OK, what right. you imagine on Wish and then what you get. And that's kind of how it feels. It's it's almost I don't want to say it's bait and switch because you're getting a gray skulls, you know, yeah. but there is this like. Did did anybody know that it's supposed to look like on the box? <laughs> There's that kind of a feeling yeah. when I look at it. Yeah, this box art is awesome too. They gave he mm-hmm. they gave nah. he man his battle axe for you. They used mini comic Stratos. You know the the uh, pale skin, less feathers. Uh, they got those cool glowing glowing skeleton warriors. Yeah, and actually, I will say that the skeleton warriors are probably if they go there, I will collect the hell out of those yeah. because that'd be awesome to have a skeleton army behind my classics, yeah. uh, Skeletor on my shelf. Um, so that if it, cause all of their box art to this point has always led to there's hints of here's the next yeah. figures you might see one way or the other. So it, it's either that or I'm guessing, and this is going to piss me off if they do this, but if we get snake mountain out of it, they'll have a couple in there and then it's going to be like the skeletons with the roton and i'll be like oh you're killing me like oh, okay. <laughs> i i have a couple of those by luck but i'm not paying a hundred dollars a figure for one of those either right now Absolutely. no i i god i hope it wouldn't come to that yeah so that that's our look at the classics castle or classic Origins Castle Grayskull. <laughs> let's do let's do one more here. I got I got something special here for all you viewers at home. Oh. Sean will have something to say about this. Oh, I always.
Freedom is bad. Uh, that gets you pumped up. Classics. That's why I love classics, you know. And uh, in the case of, of this, I, I am very much in like, so it's going to now show me how to play with them, too. And now it's going to, you know, it's, it's going to and it's like I know it's supposed to be meant to. This is how it felt to be a kid doing it. But I there's that element of like, I remember that that was special to me. You don't need to do that to me in a commercial right now. And I feel kind of like you're, you're pushing it too far. Just represent what we're getting and i'm happy with that much at least uh, don't don't do the hopping he-man stuff and it's all like, that make like, me go i remember that <laughs> i get what they were going for with like the kids playing with the figures and like but then put the hands in there like they they went stop motion but then they still had everybody doing that hopping thing and then skeletor mm-hmm. just walks around the backside of the castle to get in it's that's like, lame I, That's oh my lame. god! Every time, like, <laughs> you can't do that. There's obviously what? there's obviously a back wall there. Come on, use your use your. You want to show kids how to use their imagination to play with this stuff, and then you can't even it, use your imagination properly. <laughs> it, exactly, and and that's why it, it's like that's another example of it's the corporate thing that's driving me nuts about this line because when we were kids, and I know I'm older than you, yes. so you know the white beard proves it and all that stuff. When I was a kid. And the first He-Man commercials came on. Mm-hmm. You had that timpani drum and, yep. you know, He-Man, He-Man. And you'd have the kids there, right. and they're making voices for the figures. And they're – I mean, they didn't even hop them. They were pushing them along yeah. and all that kind of stuff when they would use them in the in the, uh, in the the skit or in the, the commercial. And it was like you watched those kids having a blast with those figures. And for me as a kid, that was enough for me to go – I want to play too, right. you know, and that is part of what hooked me into the line after the fact that I got a figure and I loved it. And it's like, here's Skeletor, here's Beastman, here's Castle Grayskull and all this stuff. And, you know, seeing the dad playing with the kids even and all that stuff. Right. And he was Skeletor. And, and it's like, that is how you do it. And that still is effective. Like, I know um, there are people out there who are like, to this day, they'll still watch those old commercials and oh, yeah. they'll just be like a kid again because it it does something innately to you to see those kids playing with that. And you are then, through their eyes, remembering, I, I did that too. Or, oh, I did it, but I did it like this or right. something, you know? And And that is what made this line special in that way versus – here's this PowerPoint presentation or something, the way it feels. Yeah, no, it's it. And that's exactly what it was. And the, the other thing that it gave us the opportunity to see is, and this was the first time I noticed it. I can see it now looking back at the pictures after I saw that video, but the origins castle Grayskull has all these white specks in the paint job. <laughs> and it's like, at first, I thought it was just something weird with that because that presentation does look like computer animated. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe it's just something weird on that. But now, when I go back and look at the actual photos, I can see the white specks now. And mm-hmm. it's like, wh- why? Like, what version has ever had white? Spe- like, they look like 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 they're supposed to be like twinkling stars or something. Like, I don't. It's 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 awkward. It's weird. It's mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things that's got you scratching your head, going, "Why?" Yeah, and, and you know, for me, 
again, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm probably, you know, I'm <laughs> waiting to get hate mail. I have yet yeah. to hear it from anybody, whether or not I'm pissing them off doing these episodes. But, um, no, there, there is this feeling to it of like this disconnect of, you know, it, it feels like, you know, they're, they're coming up to you and going, you know, like nostalgia kid. And it's like, you know, four, you know, 35 to 40 year old men going, sure. And then they show you something and there's that like, well, I don't know if that doesn't remind me of, but it's, it's almost like what you had, right. you know, it's like, but it's this. And it, and there's this, this kind of, I don't know. It, it just, it, it doesn't feel as sincere as some other things in my opinion, like, it, but love it or hate it, you know, 2000 X, when that line came out, when you saw the redesigns, yeah. those felt sincere. Like yes. this is what we're trying to do. We're, it's like, we're taking what you loved and we're going to make it, like from a detail perspective and a sculpt perspective, let's let's do this. Let's exactly. knock it up a few notches and let's do something that you've never seen Skeletor looking like this. And Skeletor looks like a nightmare now and all this stuff. Yeah. And and it's like, you know, like th- this line to me just it doesn't have that kind of pull. It doesn't have that kind of heart and soul, like why we love this growing up as kids. Exactly. And I, I will say real real quick too. Yeah, I will say my son, um, my my son who I have the Skeletor, He Man, and Battle Cat for. Yeah, he doesn't even play with them. No, he he's way more worried about uh, Teen Titans, Ninja Turtles, Batman, uh, the DC, and and that's not even me forcing anything on him. That's just the stuff that he's gravitating towards: Ninja Turtles, all that stuff. I had him in the basement the other week. We were looking around and stuff, and he took out He-Man for a little bit and played with him. But then it's like, nope, back to Turtles again. And I'm like, he'd rather play with my classics. Yeah. And that's the that's part of the weirdness. And there it is, my, my grail. My grail, and <laughs> he's touching it like I want to touch Kate Beckinsale. That's horrible. <laughs> oh, this. the classics... Yeah, the, the classics the, castle, the castle. This Mattel is how you take something and make it like what you remembered you had, but kicking it mm-hmm. up. This thing, this definitely thing is massive. Look at my hand. I'm not. I don't have small hands, but this is this thing is huge. You cannot. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize how big this thing really was until I got it in hand. You know. And, uh, yeah, it's just going here again. I know we're, we're, I sit so far away, my cord's barely reaching. I know we keep seeming like we go back to this, but it's like, how do you, ugh. Don't look at that, I got You uh, have to say the words, by the power of Grayskull. This thing is just, it's its massive, it's amazing, it's got everything you wanted and more. My kids were playing in here, so everything's a mess. I got uh, PJ Masks, guys, in here. <laughs> Romeo That's is... That's how uh, it would be at my house, too. Romeo is taking over. <laughs> but yeah, it's just how you can go from putting out stuff like this which is everything you wanted as a kid punched up to the next level, you know? Yeah. And, and then to come out with origins and it's just like, it, it, it's baffling to me. And I'm going to say it. One of the big things to me is where are the horsemen, Mattel? Where are the four horsemen? They have done you guys right and made you a ton of money ever since 2000 X and you guys just aren't utilizing them at all anymore. And I can't think of any reason why. Because they could mm-hmm. take they could take your basic origin sculpts that you have and they could kick it up to the next level because that's what they've done since 2000, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's just a shame, you know. This you know, and it be, it begs the question, why didn't they take this shell and repurpose it. They've already got all the molds and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. This this would have looked amazing with Origins figures. I mean, I don't know. I don't get it. 
And, and these are well, the things that just keep making me go like, what? What is your plan? What is your thoughts? What are What are you guys going for over there? You know. And again, like I'm right there with you. I don't. I don't understand why we're backtracking so far when we've can't we've come so far. Right. Like from from the vintage line to 2000X, skipping over New Adventure, but 2000X, which to me, like, yes, the articulation wasn't amazing in 2000X, but I still like those sculpts quite a lot. I still like the individuality of those those figures, at least. And and then when you hit classics, it's like heaven, you know? And, yeah. I mean, it, honestly, if they would have repurposed that, at least the shell of it. That's what I'm saying. 75 bucks. You got me. I would have bought two so I could customize one, and I would have had the other one just being like, here it is. I got a, I got a Grayskull shell that's very similar to classics. Yeah. No, they, they, they absolutely should have. I mean, it's, it, it, it does, it does, this classic Grayskull does what they're trying to do with Origins. They're trying to go, hey, look, remember this from your childhood? Well, this, having mm-hmm. this in hand makes me remember my childhood. About the... The only thing I'll say I miss from the uh, the vintage Castle Grayskull, <laughs> this is just the way I played with it, is uh, I loved how, how the platforms came out. There was a lot, uh, and easily came out. These I probably could get out, but I'm not going to. There was a lot of damage in my castle. There was a lot of hard-fought <laughs> battles in there, and those platforms would come out a lot. Like, you know, you yeah. just, um, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, this, mm-hmm. this right here, this this is my castle. This will always be my castle. I I can't even see myself dabbling with an Origins castle. There's there's mm-hmm. nothing there that excites me. There's nothing there that wows me. And I got excited over 2000X Castle Grayskull, which many will say is the worst castle in the line. Um, mm-hmm. But it still made me excited. And this Origins one just doesn't do it. Yeah, the 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 thing about and, and this is just in my opinion, but the thing is, each time that you do something new, try to do it where it's furthering it. Right, and that to me is like like um, a good case in point right now. GI Joe Classified line right now is pissing off a lot of Joe collectors, <laughs> but there's other Joe collectors who are embracing it because they're finally getting the six inch figures that they've wanted versus right. nothing because they've had nothing for so long. And, you know, it's like that's furthering at least the brand in a, in a direction. And that's doing something at least it's pushing it into a, another realm that maybe it hasn't been able to do before. And the thing that I loved about classics is that it was the minute I got that first classics, he man out of the package and I was holding him in my hand. The, the only thing that came to my head looking at it was this is what I always thought I had when I was a kid. Right. My mind made me imagine this is my He-Man, you know, in that way. And um, it, when I see the gray skull with you sitting there with the gray skull, it's like that is how it should be. It should be the next. It, it, it's like you always want every generation to do better than the previous. Right. So then it's like you look at this toy line and it's like this generation, it's like, if you want it to succeed, you can't just make it be like nostalgia, but here's a couple of new articulation points. And that's what drives me crazy about it. It's, it needs to be something where the kids are going to see it and get excited about it and not just be daddy likes them Mm -hmm. or mommy likes them or whatever, and have it be something that grabs the kids, but then makes the kid and you still go, I remember these they weren't that cool when I was a kid. And for some people, right. the articulation's doing it. And for me, it's like I've seen all the different iterations to this point. This one is just like, okay, they're out. And right. to be honest, when I see the the photos right now of like the, the pegs and stuff, I'm not even that excited when I see all the pegs at Walmart filled with these figures because I'm like, what what does this have for me anymore? Right. It doesn't. And as a fan, I feel like, you know, that's not cool. Like, I should be able to at least have something of a, you know, a dog in this race, and I don't right now. Yeah, it should, it should make you feel good to see it. It should make you, it should make you happy. It, you know, for me, the, a big part of Castle Grayskull is 
it's it's not just a castle. It's it's a setting. It's 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 a character in itself. Like yeah. Um. Well, here let's let's let the sorceress talk about it for a minute. But Eternia is also a world of sorcery and magic. There are powerful forces at work throughout the land, but no place is as magical as the mysterious Castle Grayskull. Walls are mystical secrets and powers beyond imagination. Now that see, and there was there was one of my earliest memories. That was the intro from Greatest Adventures of All, the VHS release. Um, and that's that's it. This castle is so much more than just a castle. It is it is a it is organic, you know. Like you, you touched on it earlier too. It's organic. It's living beings. If you go by the filmation Bible, it was these these bones of these giant creatures that people built a fortress around. You know, it's there's just there's so much life and energy and character to this thing to just see it treated as just like oh here's here's a a stone building. It's like you you don't get it. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing about this whole line. It's like you guys just don't get it. You don't get mm-hmm. the characters. You don't get the heart of this. You're just looking at these toys and going, "Yeah, I can. I can duplicate that. I can. I can put one of those out." And yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can. You absolutely can duplicate it. But you're you're missing the heart, and that's that's mm-hmm. the whole point. That's that's what's getting me down. It's not the fact that these are inferior. It's not the fact that they're not classic. It's the, it's the fact that they don't have the heart to them. 2000X, mm-hmm. for all its faults, for every misstep it made, those characters were crafted with love. The horsemen wanted to do those. Mm-hmm. They, you know... Hornboy has said one of his dreams when he got into the toy industry was to someday work on a Masters of the Universe line. Because he remembered it from when he was a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can feel that. You can feel that they wanted to be there. They wanted to work on it. They understood the characters. And mm-hmm. that's, that's just, it's just completely missing here. Between this and these mini comics they're including, and it's like they, they, they're right there. And that's the most frustrating part. They are on the goal line, and they can't get that ball into the end zone. Because they're just yeah, missing yeah. That one piece, they're missing that little bit of, of, uh, just that this isn't just a job to a, uh, to a lot of people who have worked on the lines over the years, you know? Yeah. Like, even back in the 80s, it wasn't just a job. These were guys who idolized Frank Frazetta and, you know, they, they read the, the Conan stories, the Cthulhu stories, heavy metal. Like they, these guys were into all that stuff and they had an opportunity to make their own line, paying homage to all these properties that came before and this kind all these different genres. And so these guys were stoked just to work on a line. We're like, you're letting me do it. You're letting me make a skull face castle. You're letting me make a guy with an extended neck. You're letting me, like, anything I can think of, I can do? And yeah. that's the creativity that's missing from this. Exactly. And and to follow up with your, your Four Horsemen point, like, uh, you know, yeah, where are they? Because every time that they touch this line from 2000X to Classics, I feel like their their direction and their creativity into it has always made you look at this in a new way and it's made you appreciate what the foundations of this line was from the get-go but like with 2000x okay here's trapjaw and he looks like frankenstein's monster which is awesome right. that that was one of my absolute favorite uh designs in 2000x for the toys between him and probably uh, Man at Arms, mm-hmm. I've never liked Man at Arms until I got that 2000 X <laughs> figure. And like, like I said, Skeletor looked like a nightmare on legs. He yep. real like if I would have seen that in the dark as a kid, I would have had nightmares, and I probably would have had to put him in the closet <laughs> and hide him at the very back if I had that one as a kid. 
case, he looked legitimately like ghoulish versus here's the version I had when I was a kid. And he looked a lot happier, you know, right. he looked a lot less menacing. And and then when you get to classics and you're seeing the the uh, the kind of sculpture they're doing, the details they're doing uh, on top of that and making all of these figures that when you were a kid, you saw them and here they are represented in a whole different way to enjoy them again. It's that's the magic. That's the stuff that, you know, like they are an essential ingredient in masters yes. at this point. And I'm scared for the masters verse line. If they're not in that involved in that in any way, shape or form, they would not tell us when power con was happening. If the four horsemen were involved and that really is making me nervous because that's the line I'm the most like, please, God, give me this because Origins is not where I need to be. I want to be with these really cool articulated figures nowadays. Now, that's interesting. Do you think they wouldn't go in-house with Masterverse? You wouldn't think. I would and hope not, but... Based on that Mossman that may or may not be... The actual Moss Man, that does not look like something, no offense guys, that Mattel in-house could come up with. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping that they're involved in that, and they were very secretive about that. They weren't answering any questions about it. Yeah. But if they don't have them in there, I, I'm i like, well, who are they going to bring in to make this work? Because those figures... Uh, like, not only do we have classics, because obviously those were around for, you know, 10, 12 years now. Right. Um, but uh, another competing source in for my dollar right now is actually the McFarlane DC multiverse oh, figures. Absolutely. I never got into the DC stuff until McFarlane started doing it. And the Azrael figure was my rabbit hole gateway figure. And now I'm like, I, I like these. I like this. I like this. And the sculpting on that for 20 bucks is amazing. And this is part of why when I see Origins and I'm looking at McFarlane, it's like, well, as an adult, I want McFarlane because they're doing some amazing sculpts, some really crazy figures that you're like, I wouldn't have expected this. But, hey, that's great. And Origins are just like, okay, I already have – I had the vintage ones as a kid. I have the classics ones on my shelf. I don't need to rebuy He-Man another time. I don't need to rebuy Skeletor another time right now unless it's something along the lines of let's do some crazy seven-inch crazy sculpts, detail. Uh, let that stuff really pop for the collectors that want to still push forward instead of go back in that way. And, uh, you know, like the horsemen are the ones who can pull that off. I mean, if you look at Mythic Legions, if you look at the Classics line again, you keep going to that. If you look at the 2000X line, yeah. I mean, they can knock that stuff out of the park in their sleep. And they should be an essential part of the ingredient to that line. So I, I'm i getting more and more nervous going into next year going, if I'm not hearing any news about somebody involved from that with the Four Horsemen, oh boy. Right. <laughs> so you just reminded me of it. Uh, good friend, uh, Jim Tall. Hello. Oh. Jim Tallstar had posted, uh, when was that? Uh, uh, three days ago. They He was listening in on Mattel's quarter three earnings conference call. And there was a little bit of uh, comments about Masters of the Universe. So I'm going to read those here. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't heard this. So this, and this is, I think, from throughout the the conference call, but these are just the master-specific quotes. So it says, CEO Yanan Krez. Krez? I go Krez. Yanan Krez. Uh, they say, we also successfully introduced the Masters of the Universe Collector toy line with more to come in anticipation of the franchise's relaunch next year. Mm-hmm. So they they are viewing this as the relaunch is coming next year, and all of this is just kind of early uh, early publicity. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Production on our two Masters of the Universe animated series is ongoing, and we look forward to releasing them on Netflix next year. 
The successful introduction of the product line this year, combined with these animated series, will lay the groundwork for the holistic relaunch of this iconic franchise. So, mm. so they're they're okay. like I speculated, I think a few episodes ago, they are everything is riding on these animated series, and that's why they're being so hush hush about it. Yeah, uh, and then the last one, excuse me, is a question and answer. Question. Uh, the second question is around e-commerce and specifically direct-to-consumer. You called out Masters of the Universe and Collector's Sets as a partial driver of sales this year. I was wondering if you could expand on that and just shed some light on the extent to which that forms or is the broader e-commerce and direct-to-consumer strategy that you expect to roll out in the future. Uh, and the CEO answered, it's too early to talk about that, to provide specific detail. Uh, but as I mentioned before, online retail and e-commerce is an important part of our strategy, and we will be able to share with you more down the road as we make further progress. So, whole lot of nothing again. But there's some, there is... <laughs> There's some there's some little tidbits in there, so so they're not ruling out uh, online and and direct to consumer stuff. That mm-hmm. they still have plans for that in the future. What that'll be? Um, well, I think I think an early indicator is the the Master Universe minis. They released that first four pack that's in the Grayskull box. Um, they released that's online only through Walmart. Um, Direct consumer is interesting. Maybe that might be something to do with Masterverse. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing is that it just it shores up the fact that the way Mattel's looking at it is this thing really gets off the ground next year. And it's all tied into those animated series. There's no mention of a movie anymore. You know, before it was mm-hmm. always, well, we're tying it up with the movie. So I think they completely yeah. switch gears and everything's riding on Revelation and the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hate to be the guy saying this, but I I think that the best way to go with these, with Masters in particular, is animated. Yes. I mean, it, it, like, it, when when you hear the people just going crazy about the casting, it just makes me go, I... I'm already tired of people saying or or beating this thing to the ground just based on casting. And, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather see it as an animated form because to me, it all starts with those, uh, the paintings, the Rudy O'Brero paintings. And it's like, that's an illustration thing versus here's, like for for lack of a better example, you know, here's Chris Evans as Captain America. So then it's Chris Evans as Captain America to me, and it's like okay, from here on out, this Noah Centennial is T-Man to me or whatever. It's like no, it all started with illustrations. Right. So I I dig that. Um, but yeah, it is weird to go like okay, they were touting up all this stuff with the origins line, and and there was a point where I could have swore this was the year we were getting the animated stuff. Yeah. And I feel like there was this kind of, let's just make it next year once all the COVID stuff started coming to life and all that. Which, and now which most it's, places are doing. I mean, that's, that's yeah, not even yeah. a Mattel and, thing. Let's, we've been harsh enough on them. Let's just say, I mean, I think the earliest yeah. new movie and, that's coming out now is Wonder Woman 84. And that's supposed to be December now. So, I mean, that's, yeah. and I still expect that to get pushed back one more time in firmly into 2021. Um, sure you know this will be the first year without a marvel movie you know it's it's uh, that's just kind of where it's at but go on sorry yeah yeah it, it's that year basically but it, it it is really weird that i the way they were talking leading into 2020 it felt like this was supposed to be that year mm-hmm. and then you know it's like now it's okay well next year so then it's like is origins cannon fodder like I, I have questions about why they did Origins, and then they're thinking, well, they're going to do other things with the brand. But it's like, well, then where does Origins line up in this? Then where does Origins fall after next year? Because you have people. It, that's that's kind of the hard part about it. It's almost 
it's almost the cup game or something. I don't know if there's a yeah. better way to describe it than that, but it's got that you like you like classics. They put the classics under the thing, and all of a sudden you pop it up, and there's origins. And you're like, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> that's kind of how it feels as a collector right yeah. now for me. It's like you were doing great with classics, and granted, yes, online only. I get it. There's no store displays, and there's none of that stuff going on. But, you know, it's like you're switching gears so weird that now we're going into the origin stuff. And it's like, well, then is that going to change and they're going to switch over to something else? And maybe Origins was just a gateway drug. So, yeah. Yeah, and maybe that's – It's hard to know what they're thinking. (laughs) It's impossible to know, and we speculate that for a long time. It's like, what what do you do then? Do you release a He-Man and the Master of the Universe line once that cartoon comes out? I mean, Masterverse is going to handle the Revelation side of it, but are they going to switch? There's just so many unknowns right now. It's frustrating, and it's like, just just mm-hmm. tell us what you're going to do. You don't have to play everything so close to the vest. You know, you're not you're not doing anything outside of what the other companies are doing. Like you're not you're not doing any more than Hasbro with GI Joe Classified and Transformers Red. You know, you're not you're not doing anything like earth-shattering, change-the-game type, so why... It's like they're so worried about someone, like, stealing their idea when they're not doing anything out of the norm. They're staying very much in the lines, you know, and and doing it, you know, and just, uh... and just just going the course. So, let us know what you're doing, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best... The best that they did was the PowerCon presentation, at least... Like I said, Masterverse is, is where I'm going to be happiest, but I'm now very much like I'm 50-50 on it because depending what happens and if the horsemen aren't involved, I got to see something awesome. Right. So, but yeah, it, it really, it's like everything, I, I agree. I'm tired of it being so close to the chest and I I wonder if they're doing that because the brand is so latent with how they've handled it that they're worried, oh, you know, the, the fans aren't going to like this or, or they're, the new generation is going to find it silly or whatever. And it's like, to be honest, when you look at Netflix, they have a ton of stuff now that is of this variety. Right. There's a ton of shows out there that are very similar to this. And there's even like uh, on Amazon, there's that Nico and the Sword of Light show. My son loves it. I still have to it. check that one out. And, and it feels like this could be almost like a a he-man show almost like a spin-off or something and um i mean there there is definitely that feeling out there again in in pop culture yes. with a lot of these stories it's like you don't have to be afraid of this anymore <laughs> it's like it's cyclical it's coming around again that these fantasy tales and the hero going and and the hero's quest yes. the the hero's journey these things are still viable and they're out there. And then Netflix is putting a t- I mean, ha- the Witcher opened the door to a ton of people going, Hey, this is cool. It's like, well, he man isn't too far removed from that concept. No. Really? You know I mean? Watch it's a little too. different, but not too much. I haven't watched anything lately. I need like, a, I need, I need a quarantine. That's what I need. I need a quarantine <laughs> to catch up on you all and me this both. stuff. Like, I need a quarantine from my quarantine so I don't have to work and I can binge watch all I want right now. I think I think you need the opposite. I think you need the kids to go back out into the world. I think that's that's No, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. I need them to go right. out. They I go can out, quarantine by home. myself so I can enjoy this stuff. <laughs> oh <laughs> lord. Yeah. No. I think that's I think that's Castle Grayskull. So Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nope. I lost Sean. Oh, he's skinny, Sean. What's up? You right over there? Yeah, it just had the like sound like hmm. uh, Skype ended. So I thought I had to hang up or something. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you're, you're still Skyping. So, uh... It's freezing up a bunch lately. <laughs> That's everything. Damn, COVID. Uh, so what do you think? You want to do a remastering? You want to save that for next time? I think we probably save it for next time. It's getting late, and plus, now that Skype's acting weird, right. it might be interesting. We're going to save remastering <laughs> for next time. We're going to get into a better groove here. Uh, football's ended for me now, so 
time will get a little bit better. But we want to thank all of you guys for joining us today. Uh, leave us a comment. Drop us a line. Let us know how you're doing. Paul, <laughs> Paul Linz, drop me another comment. We had some good discussion the other day. Let's talk some more. Um, Shawnee, what do you got? No, that's pretty much it. I, you know, uh, my opinions have been firmly stated about origins, and I'm sure there are people out there. I'm thinking of Steve and Jeremy in particular, where they're probably going, "You guys have no heart and soul, and we don't know why you're a fan." It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Beyond that, yeah. Uh, let's see what 2021 has in store for the the brand. Mm-hmm. We'll go from there. Yep, exactly. I, and that's it, guys. I don't want you to think we're being too harsh on it. And you know what? At the end of the day, if you're loving Origins, I am so happy for you that there is a line at retail. Honestly, I'm loving the minis. I love, I found a couple Walmarts, not, not my Walmart because that would be too easy, but I found a couple Walmarts that are carrying <laughs> them pretty regularly, so I'm having some fun hunting for them. Uh, I think I'm just missing the Slime Pit one now. I think that's the only guy I'm missing that I need. But, uh, so that those are a lot of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to those. Um... And like I said, I, I'm glad for all of you guys that get to get to enjoy Origins at retail and everything, and that's great. That once again, this is just the views; these opinions and views are only ours, and that's why we're here Hello. just to just to complain for an hour or so, and then go on our merry way because it makes us feel better. So let me let me get this wrapped up here before we lose Sean completely here. All right. So, everybody, <laughs> in, in the everybody listening along at home here. Okay, go ahead. Quick, quick, click all those buttons down there before Sean freezes up again. Uh, like, uh, subscribe, ring that bell so you notify when a new episode comes up or when we do one of our live spectaculars. Um, check out our back catalog. We got some good stuff there. Uh, I think we're going to stick with it every couple of weeks here. So we got a little bit here. You got some time to catch up. And, uh... Thanks for joining in. Drop me a comment down below. Let me know how you're liking the show. And until next time. I'm going to say until next time for Sean, because I think we have lost him again. (laughs) Until next time.